And we're back. I am Tam. And I'm Mortal. And this is the Hidden Egg Podcast, where we talk about vulnerability and be vulnerable and stuff. <laughs> so, um, I have some, some, a few little intro things. And, and first and foremost, um, I'm probably going to put this in the, the, uh, the article with the thing. I'm, I'm working on a graphic. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And they can't see the graphic, but you can see the graphic. Yeah, yeah. And maybe if they're listening through the uh, the Medium article that I share or the Patreon article that I share, they may see the graphic also. Right. I'm, I'm probably going to go with this one. But when I put it on there, I'm probably going to do all of them so that they can kind of see the, the development yeah, yeah. of it. Although I'm between these two, you know. But I felt like that one made more sense. I, um... I have a hard time differentiating between the two of them. Uh, I like the top one, actually. Okay. But it I doesn't do matter. But, so that's that's the thing. And then, um, so people have expressed some interest in joining the conversation with us. Like, doing, um... They haven't actually said, like, what they want to do with it but like I take that to mean like the twitch scene where they have twitch chat stuff or maybe doing a discord where they can you know maybe actually speak with us sometimes but for the most part do a chat thing to uh while they're they're listening to a live thing and I don't know that we're re really ready to do that just yet no, no, no. That that can be something for the future, certainly. But like, that's not something I'm currently willing to climb socially at the moment. But I've had two people specifically kind of comment on that, and one was, of course, you good. Yeah. <laughs> and Hi, the other good. one, the other one um, was Stephanie Braden, which she was the first person to follow me on my the Accidental Monster medium account oh okay which makes her a little bit special to me mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so it's i mean that's only two people for now but i have a feeling that there's going to be more and now that i've mentioned it i have a feeling that the people who are listening are probably gonna be like yeah yeah do that <laughs> sure we can have guests that's what you're saying basically right guests guests to speak with us <clears throat> well it's it's more that um i want to give people the option to have a chatty sort of option like if okay so if you if we did it on discord we could make it to where it's very much like twitch where we're talking in the channel but there's a text-based channel where they can you know send chatty things and kind of add things into the conversation that way sure and then going from the, moving from there we can probably do like special guest things where we bring people on to talk with us. Yeah, Discord's a good service for that sort of <clears throat> thing that you're talking about. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know that it's going to be like next episode or anything like that, but... Dude, give me a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me a little bit of time. I'm, I'm not able to jump right into that either. My next, my very next thing is to get off of Podbean really shout out to podbean yeah i mean they're they're great for you know being able to give like five hours of free um podcast hosting 
but beyond that I I really don't like the way their website's set up and I, I really knew it, even like even when I uploaded I knew I wasn't going to stay with them anyway so I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to um, in the next week being able to pack everything up and move it over to a different host mm -hmm. <coughs> So, yeah, and uh, to be fair, you know, we're using the, the free version of Podbean. We don't know what it's like when you subscribe, when you, when you pay money to Podbean. So maybe they have a more uh, friendly uh, user interface. So yeah, they I could. Wanna, I don't want to dog shit all over the company. But, like, <laughs> you know, it's not really uh, what's working for us. So yeah. we'll be uh, changing platforms at some point in that regard. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I, I didn't know if this was a thing that we should do, but I thought maybe it would be fun to go through the comments that we have had thus far, um, because we have had some comments. Did you mind going over some of these? No, I don't mind. A little bit? Uh, I, I don't know that it, I mean, depending on what happens with this podcast, it may not always be sustainable for us to go through the comments, but as the beginning, yeah, absolutely. Let's see what people are saying about it. Um, well, this one was just a few days ago, and I, Jenny Lane is kind of a medium giant. And if you don't know what I mean by that, I mean she is a popular medium writer that has a lot of followers and get, gets a lot of traction. I know she probably doesn't feel like a medium giant, because like, none of the medium giants really feel like medium giants, except for like maybe, uh, uh, what is his name? Stubblebean? I forgot his name. Y'all know him. You know who I'm talking about. He's the CEO, current CEO of the company. Or Ev Williams. Like, they probably feel like medium giants because, you know, they're the C they were CEOs of past and present. But anyway, so Jenny Lane couldn't get the podcast to play. And I know that that might be a crappy thing to read out, but I checked it out. And sure enough, on the app, you can't get the play button to work. I don't know if that's Podbean also, so that's another motivator to get switched over to the other one to see if maybe that sure. if there was fixes the problem. I wasn't aware of it. You mean through your article that the episode didn't play? Yeah, because uh, I can get it to play on the computer, but when I'm in the app, the play button does nothing. It oh. just, when I, when I press all over the place, it just wants me to go to the Podbean website, and it works there. And you know it's fine doing that, but people don't want to go to another website just to. Right. That's, that's the point of app. it having an embedded. If you're going to be an audio place with an app, then being able to listen to the audio on the app seems preferable. Yeah. So thank you. Sorry about your experience, Jenny Lane. Thank you to Jenny Lane for pointing I that mean, out. I hear it, so maybe. <laughs> well, sorry anyway. <laughs> well, maybe if, if maybe at some point she'll get to hear it. Yeah. I hope so. Well, I hope you find smiles, Jenny. Um, most people have just been really excited, like Camilla Seth and Blogs by Jay and Kay Joseph, who I guess listened to it while they did the dishes, which is really awesome. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. Use whatever you need to to make those dishes easier. Right. I, I talked last time about what It's Always Right Now had said about the podcast, um, at least on the first thing. And most people just seemed really excited. Dennis Gorbanov, Linda Cowgill, of course, Carrie. Carrie's Hi, been Carrie. super excited. She's been awesome. Thank you so much, Carrie. Uh, Jake FM, who, you know, he's, he's kind of a, a friend of mine as well, medium friend of mine as well. He's been pretty excited. 
Oh, that's a nice comment, Jake. Thanks. Ikane Moses, I hope I'm saying your first name correctly because if I'm not, I'm so, so sorry. Um, he's awesome and seems also inspired by the podcast, which I'd love to see any articles that we may actually inspire from doing this. I don't know. Maybe maybe we won't. Maybe maybe that's not the kind of inspiration it is. But Right. <clears throat> inspiration dies at our podcast. <laughs> There's also Siren Lane and the Sturg, and they they were very excited to hear the first podcast as well. On Podbean specifically, Carrie, even God bless her, went to make a, an account on Podbean to send a message, and she she thinks we flow very easily. Yeah. Yeah. It, apparently, nice it's not visible. Like it's not um not visible, audible. That we are anxious when we do this. We're a little anxious in front of the mic, but you and I do flow easily. We're, we're constantly trying to understand the intention and idea that the other person has, and that makes for a pretty easy flow. Yeah. Yeah, and and of course she's 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 excited everywhere. I love her excitement. It's it's really motivating. I'm glad that she supported the uh, Tam and Mort talks or whatever. Yes. That's hilarious. You you did mention that you wanted people to call you Mort. I, I'm not. A, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't necessarily decided to stand on that hill just yet. I uh, thought it was an interesting idea. It might be funny, but I'm keep I keep waffling on it. So. Well, you know. I think it used to be a popular name slash nickname like mortimer mort you know but it kind of fell out maybe you're bringing it back i don't i don't know it's one of those words that i want to hear because it's a funny word yeah. because the mouth has to move oddly to say more like you have to try to throw that t at the end of it and it's interesting to watch people try but like i don't want to be the source of pain either so mortal is just a lot easier you go so many places i do it's true <laughs> So on the on the second article for uh, the second podcast episode thingy, uh, Hillary Tan asked about whether or not it was available on iTunes. And since I'm moving from Pod, from Podbean to some another host, I haven't put in that effort yet. Um, I do intend to distribute it to iTunes, Google Play, or whatever it's called, and all those like iHeartRadio, all that stuff. But I have to put it in a place so I know that it's going to continue. Otherwise, it's sort of like teasing people with the first few episodes and then, you know, it's somewhere else. So I, I haven't I haven't quite done that, but it is going to be something I do in the in the weeks to come as I get things switched over. Um, so I know we've talked a lot about Carrie, but I thought this message was especially hilarious because apparently she almost woke the neighborhood up listening i don't remember what we said about two cheeks and a hole do you remember what we said about two cheeks yeah and it, was, it was about the idea of calling this show your ass oh, i right. was talking about how it's okay to show your ass everyone has an ass it's just two cheeks and a hole <laughs> and carrie liked it and i i, I think that's so sweet <laughs> thank you so much and and i'm gonna read this one verbatim okay. um I used to be that person who would blame myself for everything or blame the person who was at the center of whatever was going on. It took a lot of work, but I have since moved on to a place where I try to blame no one and instead focus on life is hard and no one can be perfect all the time. That's beautiful, Carrie. I thought that was just really well expressed and 
that's why I wanted to read it. Yeah, it's it can be difficult. It can be difficult to live there, but when you live there, you have a lot of freedom that you never thought you had before because you, nobody really understands how much energy you 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 spend, you use on uh, either being angry at others or being angry at yourself. Not that anger isn't a necessary emotion to have, but um, it gets misused a lot. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Mm, thanks. And then uh, we also had Dennis Gorbanov and blogs by Jay also just bring in more excitement. They're, they're excited to hear instead of just reading, which brings in, it, it brings another layer to the medium experience. So. Well, yeah, also it brings another layer to how your fans can uh, experience you because there's people that have been reading your shit for a while and that's awesome. And now there's a whole other layer to you that they get to experience if they're yeah. interested. And it's nice. And Blogs by Jay likes the name. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. So uh, thanks again to You Good. I believe Hidden Egg was uh, a suggestion by You Good. So yep. thanks again. Yep. Yep. You Good? You Good. Okay. So that's that's all there. I'll probably try to do that from now on on each one. Uh, just, Each episode, you're gonna yeah, do a just little a, a little excerpt, excerpt of you know here's comments. here's the people that commented and and what they commented, and thank you and just responding to them, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, because I I mean we're not we're not really up for doing the live thing just yet, but them commenting is technically part of the conversation, mm. and so I want to include that part of the conversation into the podcast as much as I can. Sure, it also is a stepping stone for us to get a little bit more used to it. Because yeah. we could, not that it would be super great as an experience to be there live necessarily immediately, but we could start with something where we don't pay attention to chat until the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then just go through chat at the end. If it was easier or, quote-unquote, like safer for our anxiety to do so. But Well, then we kind of get lost in the conversation with each other sometimes, and that might be how it ends up working out anyway, whether we want it to or not. Right, or chat might be a distraction that keeps us from getting lost in the conversation. So who knows? We'll, yeah, just, have who to, knows? we'll just have to feel it out as it goes. But for now, this is what we got. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, so on to the main stuff. Now, I thought because most of our listeners right now are creators, either from Medium, mostly Medium, but also there's probably some from Twitch. There may be some from, like, Patreon or that do Patreon that came through other methods. And I figured that... I figured that since we are also technically creators, I know that you don't really think of yourself as one, but you are. Thanks. I thought maybe we could get vulnerable, vulnerable about that. Wait, what? I have a few questions uh-huh. <laughs> about the creative, the creator experience. Oh, interesting. Are you game? So we're just going to answer the questions as honestly as we can? Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically? Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm game. Okay, so my first question is what motivates your creations? And that, I know that you mostly just think about the writing stuff you do, but you also have you know your art when you when you make your new your new little eternally mortal figure head my thing. face guy yeah your face guy mm. and then sometimes you record videos that you don't do anything with not yet I'm but actually they, i still on... count those okay. as creations even though you're not putting them out there they're still inspired by you yeah yeah, yeah. 
So oh, like, I, I what have an motivates? answer. I think it's just silly. But do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? I don't. I want you to go first. Of okay. course. Uh, one second. Another cough coming. <coughs> Currently, my uh, there's there's a lot of facets I can attack this question from. So it's difficult because like I can't really. <laughs> So many good words so far. Um, <laughs> so, the things that have actually been created have come about um, as a desire from for from me. This is, this is getting awkward. Okay, so. <laughs> I am challenging myself to create and produce and then release content because uh, I've long had um, a vo I've had many ideas for things for years now, well over a decade, probably decades actually, and I just never wrote any of that shit down. And like, you know, it was a fun idea. It was something interesting. It was a beautiful vision in my mind, and then it just fly. It just flew away. It just dissipated. And uh, you got to hear a few of those because I would just, you know, throw them off the cuff when we were driving around, and uh, actually kind of like gave me the idea that maybe they don't have to just be these ephemeral, ethereal ideas that amuse me for half a second and then disappear. Like maybe I could do something more with them. Um, but then every time I tried, uh, I had this voice telling me that it was narcissistic and, um, like conceited and I was an asshole for wanting to put my perspective out into the world in any way, shape or form. And so now I'm challenging myself to overcome that voice because I think maybe that voice isn't like super helpful <laughs> and may not be true. Maybe. Right. Maybe. 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 Um, but like a lot of my ideas, where do they come from? What was the question again? Uh, what motivates your creations? Okay, so I guess that that's best to answer for the, what motivates my yeah. creations. That's best. Okay. I'll talk about the other shit some other time. So, just in case anybody cares what motivates my creations, it's like everything. So I many things. I fucking care. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> So many things. Like, you are a big motivator oh, of my creations. I'm so lazy. No, I mean, not in that respect. You you have shown so much interest in my, my works of the past. Like, if I ever actually come back to it, my Crystal Shard story mm -hmm. is a huge one that I want to get back into. But I can't write that one until I finish Void Wizard. And sure, I can't sure. finish Void Wizard until I finish the uh, Twin Flame romance. So, like, I have all of these, like, conditions of... I have to finish this one before I can really dig into this one. And I've started learning how to stagger them so that I, okay, I can work on Void Wizard, but I have to have this like really slow pace mm. determined for myself so that I don't get burnt out trying to spin my wheels on that before I've even finished the, the Twin Flame thing. And I can't even start on the Crystal Shard story because that's just way too much. That's way too much. I understand. I can't wait, but I also, at no pressure, take your time. It can be 20 years from now, and I'll still be excited <clears throat> to hear about it again. So that that's what kind of motivates. And uh, the, the Twin Flame story is motivated by my desire to reconcile with my past. It's me looking at, literally looking at all of the notes and journals and everything that I have, 
and piecing together the basically the romantic love stories that composed your past yeah basically yeah. Um, Had you ever said in, in the um, stories or in any articles that that was where the inspiration was coming from before? I mean, I've said it places, in places, but I don't know where I've said it and where I haven't said it. So I don't know how many people know and how many people don't know. Okay. I was just curious. Um, I will I will spoil it. Like, there is an actual twin flame that I'm trying to follow, like the line of the Eric character that is the twin flame but it's confusing because like you know like any relationship history it's not as cut and dry as a freaking fairy tale well yeah that's why uh fiction and non-fiction are two very very different places right. to live um but you know i think i've been able to read much of the twin flame story um but uh i'm glad you're doing it <laughs> absolutely so like so i've got the the motivation from you um for the like fictiony things and then the the twin flame thing is more of a personal motivation to overcome and 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 develop myself personally but then just the just coming back to medium and writing really anything on medium besides those things which those things account for maybe half of what i write on medium everything else has roots in the community of medium as as the motivation they're really inspiring i love the medium community i didn't know how badly i wanted a community of writers until i came to medium and then there it was yeah i'm it's been i've been really happy for you because like you know we were looking for kind of a community like that for you you may not have been aware of that all the time. No, I wasn't. I was, I kind of always was aware that if you found a group of writers or that you were willing to engage with you about writing and through writing, that mm -hmm. it would just like set you off. Okay. And knowing this now, that's probably what also motivated me to do all those videos under Izanami Kun. Mm. I was looking for a gaming community, but I didn't know how to be part of the gaming community because I didn't want to play the games that are typically multiplayer games and I didn't know anybody to play them with anyway so it was very confusing and I never ended up developing a community to continue doing it yeah and then there's this podcast mm -hmm. which I'm highly motivated because you're in it and the medium community is part of it and then there's like this other community that you're sort of bringing little bits little we'll, trickle bits of we'll see no pressure if you're actually here because you know me eternally mortal through like the twitch stuff and discord stuff that i do occasionally like wow <laughs> hi you no pressure at all thanks thanks for listening I, I really appreciate that but i don't expect it i really don't expect no it. and i don't i don't either i'm just saying like the podcast has a bigger audience possible because mm. it's not going to be just the writers from medium anymore which i think that's probably the majority of the people listening right now but there's other people that will come from these when I when I get the distributed, you know, places like iTunes and all that stuff. They'll come from those at random because they have their own algorithms there too that will randomly promote it. Mm -hmm. And and they'll come from your recommendations to your communities and 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 I, I find that 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 just sounds thrilling to me to see what kind of community we can build from that. That's so interesting. Is it? 
What's really interesting, actually, is that every time that you mentioned the possibility that I might have enough of an impact on any community that they might, like, take my recommendation and be interested in something that I recommended, it mm -hmm. fucking terrifies me. That's a perfect like, segue. So scary. <laughs> because the next question is, what are your fears about publishing, streaming, or otherwise putting out there the creations that you create? know if I'll be able to answer that question. Maybe you should go first. I mean, you one. started answering that with your terror, but that's fine. My fear with putting that stuff out there, um, honestly, it's, it's that people will see the real me and reject me. And that somehow that's going to destroy my family life in some way. Like, not just destroy my life, but it will start destroying the life of the people I love. That is my biggest fear. And there's so many different ways that my anxiety will tell me how that's going to happen. <laughs> like, you just don't even know. <laughs> I understand. I'm going to take a little bit of time on this one. Are you sure you're cool with that? Okay, yeah. Remember how I have a story? Oh, yeah, yeah. I wondered if that was going to come into might, play here. might apply here. Um, uh, so... I have a great depth of fear, actually, about this, and that's probably my self-hatred coming up with things to bar me from producing content. I'll, I'll admit that that's probably the case, because these are probably going to be dramatic, like, <laughs> pretty dramatic. Uh, apologies beforehand, if it is too dramatic to hear. Anyway, um, so, I had a... Um, an awareness of an event that happened to a very very popular creator out there that was um, pretty shitty it was someone that this creator had worked with uh, on and off for a couple of years and it came out that they were that the, the, the person that they worked with was like scamming their community like hardcore um, and um, my brain as it always does looked at the the bad person in this scenario <laughs> the person that's taking advantage of people that's lying to people that's trying to make people seem different than they really are and uh, actively doing that presumably from what the evidence looked like to make themselves appear more important or whatever you know and there was also the mention that like they were using um, mental health to uh, uh, make other people they were using their own mental health issues to make the other people feel sorry for them or bad for them and then give them more out of sympathy, basically. I'm being very vague about this on purpose. Wow. I'm not currently at a level where I'm ready to just start like <clears throat> shouting out anybody, no matter how big or small you are. Um, I'll get there, I swear. But I'm just not ready for that. I don't want to necessarily impede upon anyone, any other creators. No, that's totally creators. understandable. Um, we can take it slow. Thanks, I appreciate that. <laughs> So anyway, uh, that happened, and I, I looked at that other person, and I realized that there was a possibility that there was a, some mental health issues, obviously, that were going through this person's mind to make it seem like what they needed to do to be able to be accepted by this world was to manipulate and lie to people, lie to girls, to get them to, you know, be intimate with him, whether it be emotionally through discord or physically through sex. And uh, I'm sad for him. I feel bad that that's what that person has to feels like they have to go through to be able to be accepted by this life and 
it kind of like reverberated down around in my brain to where it became possible that everything that I typed in various communities might be perceived as the type of person that would try to get in good with you for a good while before trying to take advantage of you. Like all the things that I've said, because I've been pretty nice in the communities that I've been to, um, the, 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 the real assholes out there that are trying to take advantage of people, they're super nice in the first couple of years. So there's nothing, there's literally nothing. The safe thing for all the creators that I've interacted to, with to, is to do is to not interact with me just on the off chance that maybe I'm going to be a person that takes tries to take advantage of them later on. Like that's what my brain does. That's what my brain is telling me. And so I like stopped like really interacting with some of those communities for days, a week, maybe a little bit more. I don't know. And um, this morning, while I was at work. Uh, I was listening to a stream of a community that I go, that I go to uh, pretty often, and I was more comfortable. I was chit-chatting in, in chat in a way that I hadn't in days. And um, then I just thanked the creator, the, the streamer, for you know providing such a comfy space that I was able to kind of come back a little bit from something that was kind of bothering me. And... Um, they just said a bunch of really nice things to me and then asked if, they, if I wanted to share about what that was and I did a little bit but like it's a public space I don't want to get real deep there's a character limit on Twitch <laughs> like the paragraphs I would type if I was given free reign would take a day to read sometimes yeah you need so medium I, for that <laughs> yeah and as seen by my eight nine articles max like it doesn't happen very often to where i sit down to type that kind of stuff but anyway so my fear my fear is of being misperceived um in such a way that is harmful to someone uh and i know deep down there must be some sort of connection to you know being afraid that that means that I'll be abandoned or neglected or that people will, will reject me, right? Of course, that's the, that's the probable belief there, but everything that I see, as deep as I can see within myself, says, I just don't want to hurt other people. And that specific example that I mentioned of, you know, people perceiving me being nice as, as me just buttering them up, that is terrifying. If, you're, if it's perceived that way. And I hate that that pain exists. I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it attributed to me either. It's really weird that, like, the things that you do naturally and genuinely are almost identical, or in some cases look identical, to the, the things that predators do in yeah. the beginning, in that, in that charming phase. And the only way you know the difference is because when you're talking to a person, there is literally never a point where you overstep those bounds. There's never a point where you ask for something that doesn't doesn't make sense with the character that you've created. Well, in the communities I've been in recently, because everything's in text and it's hard to get um, it's hard to get uh, context, not context. It's hard to get um, the the feel of the words, like the mm. mood, like mm. the intention behind right. the words. That there's been times when I've said something that I shouldn't necessarily, like tiny little crosses of, of boundaries here or there, 
but it's always been very polite. And I, I mean, like dick pics and asking for nudes, <laughs> like <It's> that, not... <laughs> 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 or like, like just starting to talk about sex in any way. Like you, you don't do that. That is not something that you you ever get to. And in fact, you're probably going to, if anybody were to try to do that with you and, and get, you know, amorous with you, you'd probably be like, uh, I don't, I don't feel comfortable. I just, I don't, mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. I would hate that for you. <laughs> That'd be terrible. You don't want to, you don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I fall in love all the time. It's certainly possible that someone would be able to like love me back in the same way in, in such oh, a yeah. way that I'll, I'll be able to find a way to reciprocate but I don't really hold out a lot of hope for that I'm pretty poly in the first place and there's a lot of monogamous people out there that are not super cool with that and I understand absolutely understand but I mean yeah I can totally understand that that, that fear because it's like it's almost like all the assholes of the world are just stealing your script <laughs> I can't. I want, it's not a script to you, though. I, I want. It's how you really feel. I do want to hate the assholes, the people that are out there abusing people in this way, taking advantage of people in this way. But um, I, I really do just really feel bad for them. There's a lot more oh, yeah, but... that you can be gained, that you can gain from this world, but with with legitimate and and real. Uh, interactions with humans than by taking advantage of them and there's a lot of people that will never learn that and it is the saddest goddamn thing in the world yeah because before they but do they're the... assholes you don't have to feel bad for them trust me it's fine listener before they do the terrible awful things that we want them to be punished and have consequences for having done they believed and still believe a, a misunderstanding of reality they have the same needs and wants that we have and whatever happened in their upbringing, they came to these conclusions that they, they need to take it or manipulate people to get it. And that is where things went wrong. And before they hurt somebody else, they were being wronged by that, by being given that information. Yeah. And you tap into that empathetically. Yeah. And, and that, I think, is beautiful. Not many oh, people can do that. Thanks. I struggle to do that myself. I don't know. I, I really feel because like there's a lot of people out there that have been that have been wronged, that have been harmed, that have been traumatized by toxic people, and like, I for even a moment it could be perceived that I'm saying you know you you uh, you should let go of your anger at someone that wronged you. It's like well, this I plays can't into the ever, same fear that you were talking about. I can't right. I can't ever tell you <clears throat> what to do. You're allowed. You're allowed to live in your anger and, and, and celebrate that anger the rest of your life. And you can have a good life doing that, probably. Um, I, I have a strong aversion to anger, so I have a hard time imagining it. But I'm not going to tell you who to be. Right. A anybody can right. be who they want to be. <clears throat> but I, I think for people who are willing to try to understand how a person gets to that place, I think that it's 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 a good thing to recognize that before they did anything wrong, before they hurt anybody, they there was a, a, a failure in some environmental issue that, that led them to these beliefs because if we understand how that happens, why that happens, where that happens, when that happens, then maybe we can take steps to reduce that in the future and 
save more people. Yeah. And I would love to, but I have a feeling that we're going to work on some, like, global warming and, like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, those are important like issues, too. Yeah. and feeding people. Those are probably more yeah. vital from people's perspectives. I believe that we need to do it all together. Like, I'm waiting for the emotional revolution that I believe is coming. So anyway, let's move on to the third question. And I have a fourth question, but we don't have to answer it. I know. I, I like this format. We could start a trend now. I know. Do you want, do you want to go over the fourth okay, question? Just, add, just what is the fourth question? The fourth question is really just what is your biggest dream in general? Oh, that would have been such an, an interesting one for us to answer for the people to get to know us better. But unfortunately, we're going to completely shit on and ignore that question and instead answer this. Yeah, but it's okay because this question is sort of inside of that. It's just what you, what are your hopes and dreams for the creations that you're you're doing of like where it will lead. See, I answered <clears throat> this question last time. Did you? Basically, because like you were talking about the podcast, and I just went on a tangent about how I hope to increase the vulnerability and love in the world, or decrease the judgment. I can't remember what I said, hmm. but like that's I mean, it's a lot more nuanced. Um, and like conditional and circumstance based because it's a, it's a it's hard to generalize that sort of thing. But yeah, I, I just want us to not hate each other so much. <laughs> I, I really, yeah. really, at the end of the day, I feel like while there are people that can almost objectively, <laughs> you can say they deserve hate. Um. There's a lot of people that get hate that don't deserve it. No, oh, yeah. There's way more that get hate that way don't deserve it. Way more that get hate that don't deserve it, I think, in my opinion. And uh, I think that if we could find a way to rise above that, then, like, everything else would just improve naturally. And we would get to a state where, like, people really feel taken care of and find their communities. And it's not so much... Sorry, I'm going on for a long time here. But it's not so much that people celebrate, like, oh, I found my tribe. You know that that thought I found my tribe. Oh, I know that feeling yeah like um that's a wonderful feeling it is. and there's a lot of people that don't get it I know I didn't get it for a really long time so I I get it I've known people that were in their 70s that have done since died that never found it so like there's people that just you never that. ever get there most of the ones that I know were, were old racist homophobic transphobic white men but you know they still deserved to have that sense of belonging. Maybe they would have been less all of these things I just said had they had some sense Actually, of Actually, there's some, some research to suggest that that is true. I agree. Um, but then, you know, uh, young Nazis or whatever the fuck they're called also tr yeah. realize that building a sense of community works wonders with the youth and indoctrinate people. Well, and that's, that's, that's the thing. Shitty. They're using that need yeah. to indoctrinate people into hatred. Yeah, yeah. And, and that, that if you could say that I hated anything, it would be that kind of thing. You hate hate. I kind of do. Yeah. But I love love. <laughs> Who doesn't love love? <laughs> <laughs> so my my hopes and dreams are really way, way more simple. I mean, I wish that I could be all, yes, I hope that I'm the sorry. world I'm was way team. better, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not that good of a person. <laughs> I do hope that... I can inspire people to do their, you know, pursue their dreams. So in that respect, maybe it's a, a little bit close to your lofty dreams. But mm. personally, I, I really just want to be able to express the worlds and thoughts that are inside of my head 
hopefully to the benefit of the world, and also maybe get paid doing it. Because sure. I don't get paid doing it right now. I mean, pennies from medium don't really count. So that's my big dream uh, for point of creation. Order. Point of order. There's a lot of writers that never get anything. Those that's pennies, true. Those pennies do So these count, pennies do count. But I understand right. that that's not exactly what you were looking for going for and that you are aiming higher. And that's totally fine. I and just always wanted, I always wanted to be an author. And now that there's so many different things that you can be online that didn't exist when I was a kid, I want to be a little bit of all of those things. So there's no like name for what I want to be now. I just want to create the things I want to be. That I, I just want to be a creator. Mm-hmm. I want to make a living being a creator. And by being a creator and making a living, thus inspire others to do the same. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. That's my big dream. Not very, like it's very greedy in some ways. But I feel like it inspires other people to maybe be greedy. I don't know. Maybe it's a terrible thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> It's first of all, absolutely first of all, that one of the biggest uh, impulses of humanity that I've noticed over my couple of decades here is um, is the desire to make an impact. Couple like, of decades. Four. Um, <laughs> but like, the desire to make an impact is so huge. Like, you want to matter. There's there's people that I know that are like the most antisocial people that don't talk to anybody. But as soon as you get talking to them, they will they will immediately want to tell you things that they hope that you're impressed by or interested in because they they want to make an impact on you. Well, they want to share who they are and be accepted by you. Right. Like that's a very basic human desire slash need. And yeah, that's pretty much what my big dream is, is not just to share myself and get paid, but, but be accepted by the world by getting the income that suggests that I fit in here. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> Fuck the world, actually, or capitalism, maybe specifically, for making it making it to where an entire generation or multiple generations, maybe, only feel like they've made a positive impact on the world if they've made enough money. Like, that's some bullshit. Yeah. There's no reason why we had to take a, uh, a currency system to be able to have the exchange of goods and services and turn it into a way of, of putting a number on people's value. Um, I hate that. I I do like our currency system. I don't like capitalism. Yeah. Not the same. People get them confused. They are not the same. You can have currency currency without capitalism. And yeah, I'm I'm there with you. And I'm I'm drowning in that that belief. I'm still trying to fight against the belief that I don't matter unless I make enough money to matter. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know what to say about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We'll, we'll just <laughs> say it. If if you hate capitalism, tell us all about it in the comments below. So I think that's probably no pressure, that's probably all we're uh, we're going to do. Do you want to do your little sign off? No, no, no. Before we sign off, we wanted to talk about what we were going to do next. Oh, episode. that's right. That's right. We actually have a plan of what to do next episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to just go ahead and and verbally take credit for it. This was actually something that I put some thought into this podcast, which is one of the first times I've done so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very proud of myself. That's okay. You show up here. That's that's enough for me. (laughs) I appreciate that. That's that's a lot to ask sometimes. (laughs) Um, But uh, uh, we're going to talk about like what we mean by vulnerability. 
like what the word means to us, what the concept means to us. It may not completely mesh between the two of us mm -hmm. or with you, dear listener, but um, I think it'll be an interesting one. And it's possible that that might take the entire episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll be fun, though, I think. I hope so. <clears throat> All right. Well, now we're done. Okay. Well, <laughs> thanks again for listening. We really appreciate you spending your time with us. Uh, we hope we've brought you some uh, happy guffaws or some deep thoughts. And um, uh, I'm Eternally Mortal, and I hope you find smiles this day. And... I am the Accidental Monster. You can find me all over the place, but mostly on Medium. And uh, until next time, follow each other, follow the dopamine, and follow yourself, always.